RadioMD. RadioMD.com. It's health delivered daily. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Well, we talk a lot on our shows about maintaining good bone mineral density, bone density, bone health, and how you can do that. There are so many ways, and today my guest is Dr. Ken Howiak. He's board-certified foot and ankle surgeon and a surgical instructor. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ken. Tell us about bone strength, healthy bones. People look and they hear about calcium and vitamin D, and tell us the best ways to keep healthy bones. Well... I came up with a, an acronym or, or, or an abbreviation of sorts, Melanie, and it's referred to as A, B, and C, because I noticed that um, nobody had uh, come up with uh, a way for people to commit it to memory and to make it all easy and comprehensive. So everything that you need to do about bone health is either A under A or B or C, and it's in that order of priority. It's activities done properly, with, with meaning that some help more than others. Uh, B, the bad thing. Bad things, of course, you want to do less of, the seven of them. And then C is complete nourishment, knowing that a lot of people will eat well and some people will supplement well. There aren't that many people who do both well. Okay, so let's talk about A first, activity. Strength training has been shown, especially in women, to help increase our bone density in our femur and our hips. And So what do you want them to know about activity? And what if there's someone who doesn't strength train? That's correct, Melanie. So my book is called Bone Health Made Easy, and I've made that my job. And if we want it to be easy and effective, we've got to do things that are sustainable. Now, the reality is if we want it to be sustainable, those behaviors have to be enjoyable. Typically, if you want want to keep it up, you're probably going to have to enjoy it. So a lot of people will come up to me and say, you know what, Dr. Ken, what, what exactly is the activity that's appropriate for me? So I'll sit down with them, and we'll come up with it. But in the end, what it is is that which is right for you, that which you do right, and that which you can sustain. You don't have to be cute. You don't have to be clever. It's very easy. If for nothing else, double your walking. That always works. Okay, so double your walking, and of course we want to strength train. Now let's talk about the bad. You said there's seven of them, and certainly we want to try and avoid these things if we want to keep good bone health. Sure, and I'm hoping that your listeners are taking notes, and there are seven of them. The first four are all begin with S. Uh, and they are smoking, soda, salt, and sugar. Uh, before I get to the last three, just let me mention to you that um, osteoporosis is acid, plain and simple. It's acid, and when you alkalize through various means, it reduces. The ailment reduces. So if you look at these seven, you'll notice that a lot of them are either acidifiers, they create acid, or they are dehydrators, knowing that, you know, bones are half water. I don't know if you know that, but bones are half water. They need water, just like the rest of your body. So they're either acidifiers or they're dehydrators, and a lot of these seven are both. Now let's go to the last three. Meat. Don't overdo it. Animal protein is a risk factor for osteoporosis, whereas plant protein is not. One acidifies and one does not. Animal protein does. I'm not a vegetarian. I just want people to do things in moderation. Okay, so uh, the second to last one is alcohol. Again, alcohol will create acid or create dehydration. Don't do a lot of it. Don't drink like a fish. You can drink some. In fact, there's some forms of alcohol that are helpful. Just don't overdo it because the more you overdo it, the more the bad components within that substance of food or drink, the more the bad becomes, uh, eventually will overcome the good in that substance. So anyway, the last one is coffee. Don't drink more than three cups of regular coffee a day. It's caffeine. Okay, so these are very important things. And before we get to C, I just want to ask you what you think about taking a bone density test. When do you think people should do that for their first time, kind of get a baseline? 
Well, this is going to surprise you, and, and I'm hoping that your listeners can write this down. A, a healthier bones, not healthy bones, healthierbones.com is going to answer a lot of this in detail and will allow people to get in contact with me. Um, but uh, as far as densitometry, this is going to surprise you. ISCD, the International Society for Clinical Densitometry, says you can still show a statistically significant change in as soon as six months. In other words, whatever your plan is for bone health, you want to, you want to know whether it's working or not. Now, you can know in as soon as six months if you've succeeded or failed. Now, if you've succeeded, great. Keep doing what you're doing. And you'll know because you tested again in six months. You won't know if you didn't. Uh, now, if you didn't succeed, then you want to make changes because you know. If you didn't test, you never found out that you could make that adjustment. The people who ratchet up their testing, ratchet up their awareness, they ratchet up their results. You can't do any of that, Melanie, through a DEXA scan. People should get a DEXA scan as often as they possibly can, but your insurance company doesn't want to pay for too many of those, you need to get an ultrasound one with something that can teach you about bone health. Do it early and often and do it along with your DEXA scans and have one corroborate the other. So do you have a problem with fitness clubs are offering DEXA scans now? And do you think they should be going to see someone such as yourself or, you know, maybe an orthopod or their internist or somebody to get it? Or do you think it's fine now that fitness clubs are offering them? You know, we, I think it's fine. We've got, we, we got, we've got, to, uh, we've got to get serious about this. We've got a big problem in this country. We have to stop trying to do it perfect. Seven out of ten people with osteo- who have osteoporosis don't even know they have it. We're doing a really bad job of teaching people. We're doing a bad job of identifying osteoporosis. We need to employ all measures, all resources, all people to get out there and help, even if it's not perfect. So, yeah, it, whatever creates your awareness is great. This should not be a competitive thing. This competitive turf thing is what got us in this pro- into this problem to begin with. So now go over the C for us, the complete. What do you want people to do with that? Okay, people really need to get their vitamin D D level high. I could go on and on and on about the benefits of vitamin D. The fact of the matter is the higher your vitamin D level, the less your need for calcium. And you cannot say vice versa. You can do too much calcium. You can't say, well, the more calcium you take in, the less vitamin D you need. It doesn't work that way. Vitamin D is so important, and most people are not taking enough. Calcium, on the other hand, you can take it in a bad form, you can take too much of it. Don't do more than 500 to 900, depending on how good your diet is, milligrams a day. So if you get an assortment of minerals and you get a lot of vitamin D and you're monitoring your vitamin D levels so you know how much to take, and you take it under your tongue, by the way, which offsets any digestive issues, and you're now making your supplementation complete and you're eating well and you understand those foods that have the good stuff in it, your bone density starts to go up. Absolutely true. And so if you're taking enough vitamin D, then you don't necessarily need to have the calcium. But now so many of these, you know, antacids and things, Tums and such, have calcium in them. So they say, oh, you're getting double for your money. You're also getting sugar in there. And you get a bad form of calcium. And that's, a, that's not a way to get your bone health supplementation. No, it really isn't. And what foods do you like people to eat? And you said eating good foods. What foods have those vitamin D and calcium okay. in them naturally? Uh- I want, people, I want to make it easy for people. So when you go to the market, just remember these four things. These four categories of foods have a lot of calcium. Seeds, nuts, green leafy vegetables, and beans. Sesame seeds are the best of the seeds for calcium. Soybeans, uh, actually the best of the beans. I don't want to get into soy. There's a lot of goods and bads with that. But the fact of the matter is it has a lot of calcium. Uh, almonds are the best of the nuts. Okay, so almonds are so, so good. I love to feed my kids, and we eat almonds every day, at least in something that we eat. What else? What about those leafy greens? Because even those have some of these things in them. Well, this will surprise you. People think um, 
it's spinach or perhaps kale that has the most. That is not true. Actually, grape leaves have the most calcium in it, uh, followed by something called lamb's quarters, which sounds like meat. It's a weed. It's a green leafy vegetable, uh, followed by collard greens. Uh, all three of those are greater than kale. Those are the big ones. Wow, that is that is something that people don't realize. And collard greens, boy, if you can figure out ways to cook them, they are just oh so good. In just the last minute here, you got about 30 seconds. And Dr. Cannon, give us your best advice about bone health and where people can find out more about you. Well, in this day and age, we need buttons. We need a GPS system. We need something to guide us to those buttons and to make it easy so we go in the direction that we want where we need. That's, that's what I devised. That's where healthier bones dot com comes in. Look at those buttons that are going to appear. You press the one that's appropriate to you, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to get a continuation of what we just talked about. You're going to get a summary of what we just talked about, and you're going to get results. Wow, check it out. Healthierbones.com, something we could all use and learn from. That's a great place to go to see more about Dr. Ken and about your bone density. Let's keep track of these things. People get tested. Find out where you stand. Get your baseline and do your weight training and your lunges and your squats and eat plenty of vitamin D-rich foods. And if you have to, take a supplement. That's always great advice. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. If you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go. RadioMD.com. Stay well.